you can just clean them like anything else. Like it just like any toy. Yeah. Maybe the, you know how you can buy that sex toy cleaner. No. Okay. Well, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you buy that in bulk. You're listening to Have You Got 15. My name is Owen Davis and a bit of a special one this week. A bit of a Best Bits episode. So we're speaking to Brendan Anakin, Nicole Welly, Maddie Harrison, Danny Martin and Matt Baisley. Enjoy. Now, Danny, I love when these stories pop up when it's like a famous house that's for sale. Often it's like domain.com that's you know promoting it because they want someone to buy the house. But Jamie Lee Curtis's murder home from Halloween is up for sale, um, which has got people screaming, which is a nice little little headline there but it's delightful that it's available they reckon it's going to sell for like 2.7 million i've seen the photos i can't do it justice it looks like a very nice house on the film Nate, it really does but i gotta tell you my whole life i wanted to live in that home alone house oh the big they're like the mansion exactly and the older i get i'm like how the fuck did you afford that mortgage with 27 <laughs> yeah. kids running around like yeah. who worked maybe it? they were fishing for cocaine in florida <laughs> It <laughs> could be, could be. But yeah, that was, it was the Home Alone house. And just from my childhood, mm. I always wanted one of those Jetsons, like, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Showing your age. Yeah, yes, I am. Like, meet George Jetson. <laughs> exactly. Judy Jetson, the whole gang. I wanted one of those Jetson cars to like fly off. In. I always loved the, um, there was a house in Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, they're like, I'm sure they're quite a generic American house, but you know, with the sort of the curved front yes. on the hill there? Yes. Look like a bit of fun. There's one part in the film where they have a party. I'm like, what a fun party house. Oh, yeah. And then they've got the animals through it. So now yeah. as a mother, I'm watching that. And that pisses yeah. me off. <laughs> I understand where Sally Field's coming through. She's coming home from work. Yeah. She's got a llama in her yeah. foyer. Mate, I'd be pissed too. When we first moved to Australia, we used to watch Neighbours back in, in Wales. And then when we moved to Melbourne, it was big excitement where we could find out where the actual neighbor, where Ramsey Street was. Yeah. And I remember, obviously the internet was around. It wasn't that long ago, but it was. I don't know if it was just because I was younger, but it felt like it was more of a secret. And then we found out the street was called Pin Oak Street. So then it was like, oh, Pin Oak. Ooh. And you'd, you'd get the Melways out and you'd look it up. And then you would, um, and we drove down there and we used to like drive down <laughs> and take photos of us like outside Lou's house or outside Harold's <laughs> house. And I always wonder, like the people that live there, when does the novelty wear off? Yes. Like, yes. I think that with the full house yeah. house that people still take pictures of, which is I think in California, like San Francisco yeah, yeah. and the friend's apartment. I would oh. be so over people yes. taking pictures of my apartment. Yeah, I didn't even think of the friend's one. That's like an iconic one or the the uh, the cafe in Seinfeld. Was that a real cafe? Yeah, it, it is. But I would be the balcony vomiter. Yeah. If I would be <laughs> vomiting on the tourists taking pictures. I'd be so over it if I lived in that friend's apartment. An Airbnb guest, Maddie, has been left bewildered by a regimented set of kitchen rules. So they pretty much have stayed at an Airbnb, and there is a list I'm looking at in front of me mm -hmm. of seven different rules, all in horrible different fonts. It's like someone's <laughs> just discovered word art. And, and like all different ones as well. Like I'm disappointed there's no windings, though. Yeah. That's, a, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the one that is missing. Or the big blue wavy word art, you know, the one everyone would use for their school projects. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the rules, Owen? Uh, so they've got one dish and one glass per meal. Oh. All dishes and glasses must be cleaned by hand. See, for that one, well, if you've got a dishwasher, I'm using it. If you yeah. don't want me to use it, get rid of the dishwasher. Why? Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and how are they going to know how many dishes and plates you used per meal and glasses? Like, are they, <laughs> oh, wait, anyway. look at number three. No dishwasher use during neighborhood quiet hours. What? Is How loud is their dishwasher? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's their name? <laughs> so this is from the owner's 
<laughs> this is from the owners of the property to the people leasing it, just yeah. if you're not across Airbnbs. Um, and then please do not bend our spoons. Well, like, you, you, some, like, I guess. Well, okay. I guess someone's like, can I bend Damn, this? I was really looking forward to going away, spending a weekend with the family, <laughs> bending spoons. Isn't there a film when someone has some sort of powers and they can bend the spoons? What's yeah, that? isn't it that Yuri Geller can um, bend <laughs> spoons with mind power? Or am I making that up? But unless they've got ice cream that's really frozen, that's, yes. the, that's what can bend a spoon. Well, then the next rule is no frozen ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Airbnb have jumped the shark. Anyway, I, I like I remember I had a great Airbnb rating until I left their rules that they had for the house on top of the combustion fire and it sort of melted and stuck to the top of the combustion fire. And they said, and I think it was like, Matt and his family were okay guests. And I was like, oh, yeah. gosh, that's brought my rating right down. Yeah. We had, I stayed at Airbnb in Madrid and mm. I get there. Oh, okay. Right, fancy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. Sorry, mate. When yeah. did you go to Fiji? Now, um, <laughs> so in Madrid. And I get that there's no power in the building. Oh. Zero power. Well, that and I'm like trying to ring him and the... she's like, oh, I'm looking into it for you. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? It was a bloody nightmare. I had you to go to the pub. It should be in the description. Pub. I had to go to the pub and sit there for no. a few hours. Yeah, that would have been terrible. <laughs> it was really lonely. <laughs> Brendo, there's a story come out about a share house. Just quickly, did you have you ever lived in a share house or were you living at home straight with a partner sort of vibes? Yeah, the latter. Yeah. I, I, the share house freaks me out, man. Do you ever wish you did it for a bit or you have very not. happy? Because <laughs> I said when I moved to Brisbane for yeah, work, yeah. I'd been with my now wife for a year. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, and I thought, I was like, oh, I want to ask her to come up, but is it too short? And she, and she invited herself and I was like, well, but I was really, I was really glad she did. Cause I didn't want to do the share house situation. Yeah. There. Like new state people you don't know. I did that. Living is, but I know living is, su- it's such a personal thing. I can't share it. Yeah. So when I moved to Sydney, I lived in Surrey Hills and I was pretty skint cause I didn't have a job Yeah. and I was studying full time. Um, and I lived in a, sh- a five person share house. Oh, um, yeah. And it was like one tiny little living room that people to park their bicycles in, mm. uh, the fridge, nothing fit in the fridge. I had like the smallest shelf. I got half a shelf for, for fridge space. In the fridge. Yeah. yeah. And then the room had cockroaches and rats in it. And you were probably playing a thousand a week. No, I was paying two twenty a week, which is pretty good for Surrey Hills. Yeah. And the guy we lived with was just right weirdo. I hope he doesn't listen to this, but he was... Just... Well, there was five, right? Yeah, one of the guys, and then one moved out, and then I got back to move in. Yeah. So then it was like two of us, or at least we could like chat to each other. Yeah, nice. Safety numbers. Safety in numbers. But the other guy, he used to like passive aggressive. He would be like, I'll do the cleaning, everyone, because that was part of the... It was like you didn't pay bills and stuff. He's yeah. like, I'll do the cleaning. And then like you'd be sitting in your room, and he'd be like passive aggressively sweeping so loudly, like banging everyone's door. It's yeah. like, I've never heard anyone sweep that loud before. Yeah, proper prick. Oh, it's like, I'm prick. cleaning. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, mate, well, you told that, yeah. Yeah, you said you would. And then my only job was to water the front plant. Oh, you've gotten away scot-free there. Yeah, but I used to forget. Oh, <laughs> of course you did. And it died. That was the, oh, that was the best job. You it can't was. be trusted. That was a good one. He's but probably like... saying the same thing about you on his wildly popular podcast. <laughs> good, he's a fucking prick. <laughs> Well, let me just quickly say the story I wanted to. Yes, sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's my fault. So someone's come out and they've asked the question on Reddit. Like, I think it's sort of like a, am I the asshole sort of question. Yes. So a young man has been slammed online for asking how much extra rent he should be charging his housemate for working from home regularly. Oh, none. So he reckons, so they sit out, the room's not big enough to put a desk in their room. So they use the kitchen, one of the common areas to work from every day. And he's gone, they should probably be paying more because I can't use the kitchen now between nine and five. Um... No. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Nikki, so it seems every day there's some new allergy or something that's floating around. Now there's an explosion 
in people that are becoming allergic to red meat. So mammala, it's called <laughs> mammalian meat allergy or MMA, not to be confused with mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. was discovered in 2007. So maybe it's not that recent by an Australian allergy special specialist. And it's an allergy caused by tick bites that flare up anytime a person consumes a product that contains anything from mammals like pigs, yeah. cows, or sheep. And with some people, it's not just consuming it. Sometimes it's touching the animal or even breathing in the fumes from a barbecue. Nightmare. Imagine being allergic to like steak. Oh, this poor woman. I mean, yeah. Peter is loving it, by the way. This is a, a Peter allergy uh, that they... Yeah, not Peter, <laughs> a friend they, of yours. Yes, no, that, they can, uh, <laughs> that they can get behind. Yeah, yeah. They're like, um, finally, yes, someone on yes. our side. But this poor woman, could you imagine, like, and especially in if Australia, summer, yeah. barbecues, you smell barbecues. Yeah, yeah you'd be walking, walking through and you're like, oh, what flared up? Oh, someone's cooking a bar- yeah. barbecue two streets that, over. That meat, that, yeah. just that scent, that barbecue, it's that scent, smell of summer. Yes. It's like perfect. Are you allergic to anything? I'm not, but I do have a son. I'm the mother of a son that has been allergic to many a thing. Yeah. And uh, so we we went through most of his life having to read packets and look on everything and, and just making sure everything's okay. He was allergic to about six things. Uh, I did have a mother of the year moment uh, right. a few months ago. Yeah. So uh, what happened? Yeah. So a bit of a rookie mistake. Like I was one, like I said, I would search everything. I became a bit lax as he mm. got a bit older because yeah. we, he started to grow out of things. So we found this uh, vegan cheese shop um, in Sydney and right. uh, we thought it was great. So I went in there and all he's ever wanted was to have mac and cheese. Like, you know, these kids, they see yeah, American yeah. shows, mac and cheese, mac and cheese yeah. is everywhere. So um, they had this cheese sauce and I was talking about dairy and everything. And the lady said, oh, yes, no, absolutely. He can have that. No problem at all. Uh, one one thing that he was allergic to, I forgot to mention. And yeah. uh, then, which became a bit tragic a little later on when we got oh, home. And Just quickly, not tragic like he's alive. Oh, right? sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't, I didn't actually kill my own son. Uh, he, uh, we got home. I made him his mac and cheese. He was yeah. eating it. Yum. Loving, loving it, it. Loving it. He goes, mom, this is my new favorite thing. Oh, it's the best perfect. thing ever. And so he, um, and then he about a minute later goes, mom, I'm not quite sure if I can have this anymore. I'm like, what's wrong? He goes, I can't really breathe. Oh God. And my throat's coming up and I want to vomit. I said, right, just go to the bathroom. I run to the fridge, look at the ingredients. Oh my gosh. Cashew nuts. He's highly (laughs) allergic to cashew nuts. The entire sauce. Is made of nuts. Made of nuts. (laughs) So the rookie mistake going dairy, there's no dairy in it. It's fine. This would be perfect for you. And I don't know, I've never not done this. I didn't look at the actual ingredients. Yeah, what, but to be fair, why would you think that mac and cheese would be made from cashew just, nuts? Why? Has he had any mac and cheese since? I found a vegan mac <laughs> yeah, and cheese Yeah, how many times have you checked that packet? <laughs> yeah, it's actually vegan at Coles, no nuts. I read it like many yeah, yeah. times and he quite likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie heading over to Nebraska where a funeral worker has been fired after using a sex doll of a dead man he was tasked to collect. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah, headline that caught me. It was a good one. So the Nebraska funeral worker was busted last week after he has had sex with a lifestyle doll that belonged to a dead man whose body he was tasked with transporting. So not the dead man himself. He didn't mm. have sex with the body because that mm. one's a bit too intense. It was to the person. To <laughs> and say, illegal. Yeah, <laughs> and illegal, yeah. And frowned upon. Um, and illegal. But say uh, the dead man, say his name is John Smith. He has His job has been to pick up John Smith's body. Um, and bring it to the funeral home. When he's done that, he's gone to the house and seen in the house, he's gone through a bit of snooping yeah. and seen that the guy had a sex doll and has taken the sex doll for himself. Uh, 
look, I'm not that offended by this. I know that <laughs> sounds weird. I mean, <laughs> look, they are very expensive. I don't know if you've ever been in the market for one I of these I haven't. Things. Have you looked at how much I've, they are? I've looked at how much they are. And, and what are we talking? There's like different degrees, yeah, mm. depending on the quality. So yeah. I think they, some can go upwards of $2,000 for Two thousand. one of those real uh, lifelike ones with the human-like skin. and. <laughs> the how do you clean them? Well, I don't know. I bleach, I'm guessing. Like, do you... You don't put it in the dishwasher? Well, I don't or think it would fit machine. in the dishwasher, Owen, but um, yeah, no, I think you can clean, you can just clean them like anything else. Like it just, like any toy. Yeah. Maybe the, you know how you can buy that sex toy cleaner? No? <laughs> okay. Well, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just buy that in bulk. I don't know. <laughs> so the story says Smith has become smitten with a doll after spotting it inside the man's house. So after he did that for his work, he's mm. gone back and allegedly called the property manager and claimed to be doing it on behalf of the company, but they have become suspicious and reported him. Um, and even though he wasn't at work at the time, he has been fired from his job. What's going to happen with that though? You know, deceased estates, nobody's going to mm. buy it. It's well, going to go in the bin. <laughs> it's going to go in the bin. It would like, go in better, the bin. Better to be used, I think. Not a good day at work for, for old mate. That actually doesn't say his name. Ryan Smith. Yeah, I've recently had a shit day at work. Mm, um, obviously, tell me. obviously, I work here at Triple M. And uh, I was asked to host the album launch for oh, the Screaming fun. Jets for brand new album. Great. Professional Misconduct. Yeah. You'd imagine this event that we've had, that we've mm. put on. There's like 200 diehard Screaming Jets fans right. in this room. Where was it? It was at a at the Lansdowne Hotel, oh, uh, yeah. just in Broadway. On the in corner the there. there. Yeah, in, on the corner. Great live music venue. Anyway, I get up on stage. I've got mm. 200 people looking at me. Yeah. And my job was to introduce the band oh, and then do a Q&A with Dave yeah. Gleason. And I'd like done all my research. I'd been studying like all yeah. day for this one sort of five minute Q&A yeah. situation. And I get up and the guys finish performing and it's, you know, the, the energy's electric. I go, yeah. okay, guys, Dave Gleason, the Screaming Jets, their yeah. brand new album is, and I blanked on oh, the album. Oh, no. Name. I knew it. No. I knew it. That's why I said at the start, I know it. What is it? Professional Misconduct. Yeah. I, I forgot the album name with oh, Dave Gleason Didn't you went holding stage. it in front of you? Yes. I had the cue cards and I'm like, oh, man. I, I, I don't know how to pull this back. I lost the room instantly. Oh, no. Have you met David Gleeson before? No. Oh. That's my first time. So you blank? I totally How long blank. is it like dead? I know it's not dead air, but like how long is it? Oh, you... a good 10 seconds, which felt like a minute. 10 seconds is ages. <laughs> he had the album name on his T-shirt. Oh. And what made it worse is he pointed to the album. No. And I'm like, ah, yes. I'm that like, one. I had to pull that out of my ass. So I had all these questions on the cue cards and I thought, man, I can't fucking get through this. No, no, like, lost like, him. I've got to throw out the cue cards and uh. have this chat without any assistance so yeah. I can prove that I know my shit. And did you prove it? Do you reckon I, you got I him did, back? but I still lost the room when yeah. I said, okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. That's it. Have a great night. No. <laughs> Everyone's like this. Not even. <laughs> That's all for this week's episode of Have You Got 15? See you next week.